Hey everybody, this is Jason from Cornerstone Dog Training and CornerstonePuppy.com. And I was just curious about what your favorite old movie is. Alright, let's talk about it. So, growing up, I grew up with my... If you've listened to earlier episodes, you know. One of the first episodes I talked about the passing of my grandma. But I grew up like next to her on the same property. There were two houses on the same property in uh, my town. And... Grew up next to my grandma, and so there were times where, you know, you go, nothing to do. You go knock on grandma's door and get a cookie from the cookie jar or something like that. And my grandma would ask if, you know, you want to watch a movie. And she loved to sit and watch movies. Now, of course, grandma's movies were older than the time period. And, of course, she was watching, you know, sometimes black and white movies. Those existed in her day. And uh, so I grew up, you know, watching and enjoying older movies. Um, I was also the fifth of six children. So my parents were a little bit older when I was born. And they watched uh, not as old as grandma, but older movies. So I grew up saying my favorite actor was Cary Grant. Uh, <laughs> if you you know who that is, he, he's older, right? Like he's in black and white movies and and he, Arsenic and Old Lace is a great comedy if you ever want a good one to watch. And I would love for you, uh, if you can leave comments, to, to leave a comment about one of, or leave a comment uh, on social media, if you're listening to this because of Instagram or anything like that. Uh, leave a comment about what is your favorite old movie. Because I love to hear about these. I, I, I like old movies. I don't know what it is. I think uh, they did a different kind of character development. Um, it didn't rely maybe on action or suspense so much. And it's just kind of fun to to go in deeper that way. Well, I was asking this question. I ask this question a lot to people because I think it's a fun question. Is what's your favorite old movie? And they were saying some. And the movie came back to my mind um, that I haven't thought about for a while. And it made me want to watch it so bad. And I realized that most people don't know about this movie because it wasn't super popular, I don't think. Um but it's, it's just a funny old comedy. Um, and so th- th- this is the, this is the one, okay. That I was telling, I was telling my buddies, man, you've got to watch that one. That is so good. Um, have you ever seen support your local sheriff? Support your local sheriff. It's, it's, I looked it up. It's from 1989 or sorry, 1969. And, uh, it's, it's got, um, oh, I just forgot his name. Garner. <laughs> it's it's got uh I'm gonna find it I'm gonna find it just real quick I have it pulled up it's got James Garner James Garner it's got James Garner uh in this it, it's an old western comedy totally starts out with like they're having a funeral and everybody's standing there um and then they start looking down in into the grave as they're like putting I think they're putting the casket in and then somebody notices gold where they dug the grave and it's <laughs> and, and then all of a sudden this little gold rush happens and so all of these people start coming into this little town and there's like no boundaries like everybody's just out for themselves to get gold and then wanders in this James Garner and he's like this laid-back gunslinger and he kind of becomes a de facto lawman right like they're like we we need a sheriff our last one got shot and killed and so or ran out of town or something like that and so he's like well I could do it but 
and I'm just passing through and I'm like, oh, okay. You know, and th- they're just happy to have a sheriff because that's the town council's job or whatever. And, <laughs> and uh, he, he's really smart. But what he focuses on is setting boundaries and helping people to see these boundaries and decide that they should live them. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is like perfect for a podcast because one of the biggest issues we have with our dogs is boundaries. And we love them in some ways because they have no boundaries. Uh, uh, you know, like we love sometimes that we love and hate (laughs) that they wake us up in the morning and lick in our faces and things like that, or that they're just like, I want to get into your space. And that's, that's kind of cute. But in, in the long run, we need our dogs to have boundaries so that we can survive in society together. And that's why I like this movie because it's so, it's funny and, and it's also, uh, just, it's talking over and over again about these boundaries. So the principle here that goes with dog training is that mental boundaries are stronger than physical boundaries. Here's an example from the movie. Okay, so in support your local sheriff, they they have this nice new gel, but the bars haven't arrived yet. They're 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 on the stagecoach or whatever, still coming, and so when he puts someone in jail he has to find a way to build a boundary that's not a physical boundary. He, he's got, he's like, okay, what do I do? And so he, he takes some of the red paint that they're using for the gel and he just drips it on the floor. He drips it all over the floor. And so then when, uh, one of the, you know, the neighborhood ruffians, the, 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 the biggest never do gooders kind of, uh, one of the Danby brothers, the Danby brothers are, they're mean, right? They're, they're really mean. And, um, he gets into starting a boundary with one and this, this Danby brother does not want any boundaries. He does what he wants when he wants to do it. Uh, but he takes him to, to jail and he puts him over, uh, he put, he's drawn a line with chalk and drip blood all over, (laughs) or not blood, red paint, but it looks like blood. And so he, he takes him, puts him in and he's like, you expect me to stay in a prison without bars. And he's like, Oh, you'll stay and leaves it to his imagination. Cause then he, pu- he sees that. He says, what's that? And he says, Oh yeah, we need to get that cleaned up. That that's the last guy that crossed the line. And so then the damn boy sits down and he's like, Oh, okay. So this is like serious. And he stays in the prison because he has this mental boundary that uh, James Garner doesn't really lie about it, I don't think, if I remember right, but he leaves it to his imagination, and he sets up a boundary that way, saying, hey, there's a consequence if you cross this boundary, and it will be your life. And he, so this Danby boy is like, you know what? I will not cross that boundary. And he he questions it sometimes, but he doesn't dare to actually cross the line. And it's just this funny funny story. So if you haven't seen Support Your Local Sheriff, I totally recommend it. It would be a great movie night. Um, don't get Support Your Local Gunfighter. That's not as fun. It, they tried to do like another one that's exactly the same and it wasn't as good. But Support Your Local Sheriff is a great old movie. And I would love to hear some of the comments about your favorite movies. So again, the principle. Let's jump back to that. The principle is that mental boundaries 
are stronger than physical ones. And this is true to, for, for us. It's true for dogs. It's so important. So a lot of people come to us and say, well, I got to put, uh, I don't have a fenced yard. So what can I do in the meantime? And I'm not against fenced yards. Like I, I, I have, I understand it. Like sometimes you, you want to, the idea is you want to be able to take your dog and just put them out in the backyard. And a lot of people believe that's what a dog wants is that they're going to have a lot of fun out there. They get bored outside just like anybody would, you know, but for a lot of dogs, a fence isn't even enough. You know, they, a dog, they can jump over or climb over. Um, but what changes things is a, is a mental boundary. So if I, if I start to build this, this boundary for the dog saying, Hey, this wall is something that is important for you to honor mentally, then they'll do a lot better. Now we see walls and we think, okay, that's the answer, right? Like we'll put up a fence and it will make it so that this dog is contained. And that may be true, but it, it it's a management tool instead of a training tool. And so when we use a kennel, for example, at first, that's a management tool with, with a puppy. It's a management tool because they need to be potty trained. It's a management tool because we can't watch them all the time. And when they get into trouble and then we, we can't explain that there's a boundary there, then our dogs are going to keep doing those things. They're going to keep eating socks or keep chewing on the couch or whatever it may be. And so we employ a physical boundary for a bit. Now, teaching mental boundaries takes more time up front, but it means that the effort you put in up front pays off later on. So you don't have to, uh, you don't have to go for 15 years saying, oh, my dog eats socks. Or you don't have to go for 15 years saying, yep, my dog just chews on stuff and maybe it will go away in a couple years. I see that all the time on discussion boards, on, on social media and things like that. People saying, my dog chews and nips and what do I do about it? And I'll see over and over again, people say, oh, they'll grow out of it. They're just a puppy. Give it two or three years. And I'm just like, oh, that drives me nuts. You know, my arm is bleeding because my dog is chewing on these with these razor sharp teeth. Oh, their teeth are just coming in. Just give it another two or three years. I'm like, man, you're going to like loss of blood, <laughs> you're not going to make it. So you got to start to teach these mental boundaries. Yes, I'm totally being up front. It takes more time at first. But the whole idea of good training is that it means less management for years and years to come. Just like Joe Danby wasn't going to cross that line if that James Garner put down, the sheriff put down, if, if we can teach our dogs that, hey, there's a line here and I don't want you to cross it, it's not really, a, um, we're not mad or anything. We just say, hey, this will be in your and my best interest to not cross this line. So how do you do that? Well, the, the very first place I start to teach a mental boundary, and there's a few, ways, a few places that are really, really good. But the very first place that I like to start it is with the kennel. And you use